Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, free agency is coming upon us, and the one big free agent that everyone is talking about, we have him in the league, Kawhi Leonard, NBA champion, finals MVP, but there's one guy on the Toronto Raptors that no one really seems to be talking about, but was an integral piece to this roster, and what he decides to do this summer will have big implications on the team going forward, and that player is Marcus Gasol, who was a lockdown defender throughout this whole postseason run, was a great player in the NBA Finals, can score, shoot threes, defend. What What are your thoughts on just the whole Marcus Gasol situation before we dive straight into it? My thoughts on the whole Marcus Gasol situation? Well, we'll have to obviously break down whether or not it's crucial to re-sign Marc Gasol because there's going to be mm -hmm. other contracts, futures that need to be considered, right, when we're looking at the longevity of this Toronto Raptors team, and that be in players like Pascal Siakam, maybe OG Ananobi, Fred Van Vliet, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, there's guys that, younger pieces that we're definitely going to want to keep around. Is it yep. worth it to have an aged Marc Gasol on the team? And that's the debate that we're going to get into. And then, of course, we're also going to get into who else is trying to lure him away and what would be his reasons for leaving. So New Orleans, that's the, the team you're going to bring up. It'd be, in my opinion, early onset before we even get the conversation started. It would be a strange team to switch over to. But mm -hmm. it's a crazy league, Ben. Crazy things have happened. So we'll break it all down yeah. now. Certainly. So the cap situation with Marcus Gasol that you brought up. So currently he has a player option that he can pick up uh, coming this Thursday. Whether he wants to stay with the team for one more year, as there's only one year left on his contract, he'd make about $28 million, which being a 34-year-old player, it's that's a number he's probably not going to get elsewhere. So monetarily-wise, for this upcoming season, it's unlikely he'll get paid more than he would by the Toronto Raptors, but the one argument that a lot of people bring up with a player around this age, when you're 33, 34, is that you have, because Marcus Gasol, the way he played in the playoffs, yes, his stats aren't ridiculously high, but he's still, he's still coming off a very strong postseason run, so he could certainly earn a long-term contract that might not necessarily play him as much up front as he would by the Toronto Raptors this season, but could give him maybe... 12 13 14 million dollars per year for the next three to four seasons so maybe he looks at a deal like that and says you know that's more appealing rather than getting all this money up front and risking completely falling off a cliff next season not exactly. getting a big contract yep. in the future so that's that's the argument that a lot of people are bringing up so it's going to be interesting coming up this thursday deadline to see whether he picks up that option almost bets on himself to see if he can have another strong season but well swing yeah, it back my, swing think, it back my way though for a second yeah. and this is the part that's interesting for the toronto raptors because it's the same argument that i'd have for Marcus Gasol that I would have with Kawhi Leonard obviously Kawhi Leonard being much mm -hmm. more valuable but in an ideal world I wouldn't mind seeing everybody run it back for two more years right that yeah. with all of the older guys because after 36 you know that's the point that really is that a championship team if your starting lineup is all mm -hmm. that old I'm not entirely sure but um you know we have on the 2020 expiring contract, Fred Van Vliet, 2020 expiring contract, Pascal Siakam, and they're getting severely underpaid now for obviously their yeah. performance. So if we ended up giving Marcus all an extension as well, we're cutting away money that we could be giving to the younger players. So I th it's, it's exactly like you said, he could be lured by a long term but smaller contract just so he can m ensure that he stays in the league. So it's, it's interesting. 
Yeah, for sure. So it's going to, just before we you know swing it all to other things and looking at other pieces of the Toronto Raptors, do you think he takes this short-term deal or is he going to seek, whether it's with another team or the Toronto Raptors, a longer-term contract looking at his age and his current postseason run? It's tough to say. It's really tough to say yep. because he's been a guy that has been completely loyal and committed to the Memphis Grizzlies, right? He went to university mm-hmm. there, I believe, and then got drafted by uh, the local team. Spent his career, I believe he was intending on spending his entire career there, uh, and then just sort yep. of everything that happened in the most recent season. Uh, it, it was a good opportunity for him to leave, and I think that he really relished the opportunity to be on a winning team, to get a championship, to have an assistant coach that's you know a fellow, fellow Spaniard. Um, I think that the culture really fits for him in Toronto, and he was loving it at uh, the the Raptors parade. He's dubbed the parade <laughs> that's MVP. That's one hundred percent true. And it just seems weird to go from a culture of winning and all that. Um, but we, you know, he's a family man, right? He's older now. He needs to support yeah. kids. Uh, he needs to think about his entire career and not just maybe the chance of contending for a second title. So I could see him being lured away, even if it's to a small market like New Orleans and playing with a guy like Zion Williamson. It, it would be weird. It, I don't think it would be the best for his basketball career as as a player, but maybe just as a overall life choice. And it, it could be a good option for him. I'm not sure. I'd rather see him stay, but we'll see. Certainly, I, I think Marcus will want to stay in Toronto, but the, the the question remains: Will he want this upfront money, this twenty eight million he's guaranteed next season, or maybe a three year contract with the Toronto Raptors that, as you mentioned, the team might not be willing to give him? So I think, you know, he mentioned, you brought up the parade. He said he felt like a rock star after the parade. Every quote he's had since he came, been tra- he's been traded to Toronto. He's been brought up how much he loves the city, the fan base, the whole com- Toronto Raptors organization. So I believe Marcus Gasol will want to stay in Toronto. I don't think that's going to be a big issue, but... The, the, the thing that might lure him his way away, as you mentioned, is getting a longer-term deal in another place. And the place that has been rumored saying that they're looking to go after him this summer if he declines this, deal, this pickup player option is the New Orleans Pelicans. You brought up Zion Williamson. He's down there now. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. Uh, they, they just completely revamped their roster, and they're looking at a team that wants to compete now. And Marcus Gasol would be a veteran player that could fit into that situation right now because they don't have a proper center they just drafted i forget the player's name eighth overall in the nba draft who is a center but probably isn't ready to play immediately alongside zion if they're trying to contend right now do you think that obviously the toronto raptors are a better situation we'll both agree on that before i think that's fair to any any objective basketball fan to to say the toronto raptors is a better situation than the new orleans pelicans right now but do you think if He's seeking a longer-term deal, and he can get more money in New Orleans. That will be more appealing for him to get whisked away from the Toronto Raptors? Well, if that is a possible motive for him to leave, right? Let's just say that he could be convinced either way. Okay, Let's say his mind isn't Mm -hmm. made up, and then the Raptors need to respond, right? So he comes back with, this is what's put on the table for me. From the New Orleans Pelicans, I will have a longer deal, longer term. I'll be guaranteed money for more years of my career. In the case, Mm -hmm. insurance money that I drop off this season or I get an injury, you never know. I'm an aging guy and I'm somehow, despite my athleticism, still thriving in this league. But God knows when that's going to flip the switch and go the other way around. The question then is, how much do the Raptors actually want to retain Marc Gasol? Right? Because... Undeniably, 
he got us through that 76er series, right? You can yeah. you can point fingers at uh, jo- Joel Embiid. You can blame it on um, chemistry of the team. Simmons not shooting. Yeah, you can blame whatever. it on Simmons not shooting. You can blame it on the the sickness or whatever and Joel Embiid disappearing for one or two crucial games. But I think when it really boils down to, and everybody could see it, was that the defense of Marcus Gasol shutting down Joel Embiid night in, night out was crucial to getting past that series. And obviously Kawhi Leonard hitting the shot. But I think Marcus Gasol was the MVP of that series. Yep. He was irrelevant in the Milwaukee. He, he just couldn't be played. He was too big and slow. And then he came back and did, you know, a so-so job in the against the Golden State Warriors. I think Serge Ibaka also carried that load pretty equally in terms of being a stand-up center for the Toronto Raptors. So the question is, how much do we really need him? Because playmaking or ball, or not ball handling, but his assist making and his vision is pretty yeah. good for the center position. His defense on bigs, right? So, but not not a stretch yeah. five and not a mobile or, or, or even a four that gets pushed up to the five. But on true big men, his defense is impeccable, right? But is that the nature mm-hmm. of the league? And do we want to keep him on, if we have to respond, do we need to give him a three or four-year contract? That's the... That's what I'm wondering to you. Yeah, certainly. So you brought up a lot of points there. I, I'd still say Kawhi Leonard was the MVP of the series, but maybe defensively you could give it to Marcus But and in the Bucks series, I think you're undervaluing, and I'm sure this will wane as he gets older. He is a pretty good mobile defender. The first two games of that series were pretty awful, but once Nick Nurse made a few adjustments, got Marcus to uh, hedge pick and rolls a bit better, and then when Kawhi Leonard was uh, was guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo. He did a really good job at help. Marcus Gasol, for a bigger defender, is pretty pretty mobile. So I think his defense gets a bit underrated because he doesn't look like a DeAndre Jordan or one of those guys that are particularly labeled as a as a mobile defender. I think that will be the case for the next couple years. So the Toronto Raptors putting value in giving him a long-term contract. I think they'll be willing to do that. Now, if the price is too high and New Orleans comes in with maybe a 15 or $18 million per year, that might be a lot. But I could see the Raptors paying him maybe 10 or $12 million over the next few years. But the one thing that might make me hesitate in saying that is the Toronto Raptors have planned for the past few seasons to have all the contracts, as you brought up, expire in 2020. We have Lowry's contract up, Sergi Baca's contract up, we have Fred Van Vliet's contract up, we have Pascal Siakam's contract up. They're all up for new extensions, and we're going to see if this roster, because that's the age about Kyle Lowry, Gasol, Sergi Baca, they, they're all starting to go into the the twilight of their careers and then the the reins will be handed over to Fred and Siakam and obviously Kawhi if he stays during during that it'll be a transition year for the Raptors and would they be willing to keep an older Marcus Gasol especially with the uncertainty of Kawhi Leonard right now around maybe two or three extra years while we're we're moving to a younger direction that that's a question Masai Ujiri will have to have to pose but Especially if Kawhi stays. I think if Kawhi doesn't stay, we could let Marcus all walk if he forces us to you know, pay him long-term money. But if Kawhi stays, it's worth giving him the upfront value to, to run it back with this whole roster and potentially compete for another championship for the next two years, even if we're paying an older guy in, in the twilight of his career more money than he probably deserves at that age then I, I think that's a smart move to do because you can't let a talent like that walk. We're pretty thin on the center position if we get rid of him. You know, Boucher can't really run center. Uh, Pascal Siakam's a bit too, too small to run up there. So, you know, it, I think we'll survive, but I think it would be smart to keep Marcus all, especially if Kawhi Leonard stays. Well, this whole 11 minutes, 30 seconds up to this point has been all of the gray, right? All of the in-between, yep. all of the little things that would need to be considered. 
it is pretty big. It's no Kawhi Leonard decision, as you said, but it's it still makes an impact for this upcoming season's roster, right? Yep. And for me, the black and white, the dumbed down, the simple version is I would like to have Marcus All on the roster for one more season, right? Yep. If it so happens that we are forced into a place, uh, backed into a corner, if you may, where we need to give him a contract extension that pushes past the two-year mark, I would rather let him walk. And that's not saying that... Past two years? Past two years. Okay. Right? That's not me saying that he's not a good player and that his impact wasn't Mm -hmm. substantial on this year's team. I just think I'm looking at his athleticism, sort of his place in the league, the tendency of people past 35 years old to dip off significantly, what his brother has done over the past two years, which is, you know, injuries, and obviously his past season in San Antonio, his minutes were pretty limited. He's he's still a productive player, and there's a lot of smarts that can be attributed to European basketball players because what they lack in the athleticism is just really smart positioning, and they know how to play basketball, right? So even if something happens, you can, you said it, you can still count on him to be a good defender, even though he might not appear as athletic um but Mm -hmm. but just the way that this raptors team is going and needing young guys and needing to secure the the pivotal pieces i wouldn't want to lock him up into a big contract that would cut away from money i'd rather give to a younger player in two or three years and so if he if he is given somewhat of a long-term deal the raptors are forced to match it i'd i'd rather let him walk but i'd like to see him on the team next season yeah, so I, I agree. I think the best case scenario is having Marcus All pick up this option, despite the fact it's a lot of money. Pick up this option. We have all the bird rights. We'll be paying the tax, but he's definitely worth that money next season just to keep this whole core group of guys together. I think we're both in agreement on that. Longer term deals, that might get a bit sketchy. We'll see how this season plays out. But, Riker, if worse comes to worse, and Marcus All just leaves and the Raptors can't end up keeping him, what are your thoughts briefly? I'm bringing back Bismack Biombo. <laughs> you talk about that, man. You love the biz. <laughs> Big business. You know, I'm saying my point because we got to keep us in playoff contention. We got to bring back big business if Marcus has gone. Let him and Serge Ibaka man the center position. Obviously, I'd like Marcus All to stay, but I think that that should be the fallback option for if if worst case scenario happens. But let us know what you guys think about the center position for the Toronto Raptors. Thursday's going to be a big day on. Seeing what the Toronto Raptors' future is going to entail, it's been an underrated topic, so to speak, in Raptor land currently, so definitely keep your eye out there. Stay tuned to the Raptors Digest. We'll keep you posted on all Raptors news. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Riker, do you have any last words? Um, oh, I'm trying to think if Marcus all has some sort of quote, but I, I don't think he does, so <laughs> that's it for me, Ben. <laughs> all right, cheers. Cheers.